developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Let's continue our coverage. It's 1025 The Bones 2016 campaign full coverage. You're about to be red, white, and blown away. Yeah, that's what we do around here. Let's welcome to the uh, show. This is Gary Byrne. Gary, how are you, sir? Good morning. I'm fine. How are you? Gary is a former uh, Secret Service officer. He's got a book out called Crisis of Character. A White House Secret Service officer discloses his firsthand experience with Hillary, Bill, and how they operate. Uh, First off, how long were you a Secret Service agent? I was a, a UD officer for 12 years, from 1991 to 2003, and, and it, uh, I transferred over to Air Marshal Service after that. And uh, they, I mean, I'm glad that you're writing the book and telling uh, stories, but they don't make you. you sign any sort of uh, non-disclosure or anything that happens there? <laughs> no, they didn't back then. Uh, they started making them sign non-disclosure forms in 2004, and then I was just notified by a friend of mine that, you know, I, I can't say this. Uh, absolute, but because of me coming out with my book, that they've actually issued them last week. They issued everybody on the job an email and, and uh, demanding that they sign another confidentiality agreement. That would so, that would seem like it should be pretty standard, especially with uh, you know they're so concerned with people giving out government secrets, and here you have eyewitness accounts of things that are going on and what is assumed to be a private version of a of a public life. I mean, I, I'm all for it. I love hearing these gossip stories, and I want to know the truth. But, I mean, it seems like that would have made common sense. Sure, but you have to look at it. I mean, you don't have to look at it, but I look at it from my perspective for a minute. How did I get here? I was the first Secret Service employee in the history of the country to ever be compelled to testify against the sitting president in a criminal case. Yeah. I was subpoenaed six times in the Michael Lewinsky case and then ordered to testify by... Uh, Chief Judge Rehnquist. So um, I, I kind of feel like the president, President Clinton and Mrs. Clinton broke their, broke, or certainly he broke his promise before I did. Yeah, they roped you into their nonsense. So you have, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Let's let's talk about sure. that for a second. Uh, first of all, I've been to the White House, uh, not invited. I went like on those tours that you get to go. I took my son there. Yeah, I used to give I used to give those tours. Okay, so that was one of my jobs in the uniform division one time. Yeah, that now I enjoyed it. Uh, you're also you're, I, I'm completely underwhelmed by the size of of the White House when you walk in there. <laughs> I, you think like you see it from the street right. and the pictures like this is where the most powerful free man, uh, you know, p- most powerful man in the free world lives. And you get there, and it's right. like, you know, the tour's over in 10 minutes. And But it, it, right. I always ask anybody that ever has any experience in the White House, I, I don't even believe that they live there. They do. And so what you see is, is what you see in that tour is the ground floor and the state floor. And then actually above that are two more floors. And it's really deceiving. When you look at it from the from outside, it only looks like three floors. But it's actually, there's, there's two basement levels below the, the floor where you were. Um, so it's a lot bigger than what you see. Unfortunately, they don't. They can't show you the whole thing. How much of that property underground is utilized? Like, not only, I know there's two basement floors, but uh, there's so much land that it's on over there. How far out does it yeah. go? 
Yeah, it's just on about 18 and a half acres. It, it goes out a little bit. Um, the, the, the reconstruction during the Truman administration in the 1950s, you know, built like bunkers for the Cold War, you know, for an attack. And and there's basically what's underneath there is actually, for the most part, it's engineering spaces. You know, all the all the pathways for the conduit and electricity and generators and, uh-huh. and these shops for the electrician, for the plumber, for the... the uh, the uh, wood shop for the uh, there's there's a complete uh, laundry down there you know <laughs> with with presses and it's just really cool. It's like a hotel. It is. It's it's it's. I, I tell you. I mean, I realize a lot of people are, are bent out of shape about me writing this book, but I will tell you from the bottom of my heart, it was one of the greatest places uh, that I ever worked, and I, and I greatly enjoyed. it. Yeah, I'm. By the yeah, way, I'm yeah. not. I, I I think you're right. I think you were <laughs> you were brought into the the situation sure. with the with the Lewinsky scandal, and you're a part of this now. You're allowed to tell your story like everybody else. Uh, sure. And I, I was just wondering what what the by asking about the non disclosure, what the legal ramifications were, which I'm sure you uh, you know yeah. all about. Yeah, I, sure. All right. I, so there, there are there, there are no real legal legal ramifications right now. There. Um, you know, I, I, I did some research. I got my ducks in a row. Yeah. You know, I contacted certain people, and, and so I'm prepared for I knew what was coming. But you also had to be prepared for the fact that uh, people seem to mysteriously die around <laughs> yeah. the Clintons. Sure, absolutely. Again, you know, don't forget what I've done for the last 29 years. Oh, I've, I've spent my life protecting other people, and, and I know how to protect myself and my family. And again, I... I got my ducks in a row, so to speak. That's true. He's this guy's trained. He knows what's going on. All right. So, so first of all, I got to ask you. I want to know all these questions that I got here. Okay. If you're the president and you want to go spend some alone time with yourself, like where's the best place to go? Like where? What's? I would imagine everything's got a camera in it. No, no actually, we don't. The Secret Service doesn't really use cameras in interior. They use them in the exterior. Um, you know, for people, for fence strippers, that kind of thing. Interior, there's no cameras whatsoever. None. Uh, none. None, 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 no, because you're, again, you're invading their privacy, and uh, so to speak, and, and there's issues with, you know, a lot of the White House is working. you got to remember, it's a working uh, museum, so to speak, and very important people, not just the president, but national security advisors, people are walking around with information in their hands, you know, that you, you don't want you don't want to be videotaping that stuff sometimes. So. Yeah, yeah. Right, especially if it can get hacked. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. Well, now things are different. You're exactly right. Things are a lot different. It's amazing how different it is since 1991. Yeah, I didn't even take that into consideration. You want to protect some of that right, stuff from, yeah. from getting out there. All right, so if you're Bill right. Clinton, clearly Monica Lewinsky was not the only one he was banging in the White House. What is the what is the pl- place to go where you know nobody's going to see you? He he knew where it was. Well, yeah. Well, generally speaking, um, what I have, what I ended up testifying about, and what I talk about uh, in the book is most of the stuff took place in, in the Oval Office suite, not actually in the Oval Office, but just behind the Oval Office. There's a small bathroom and a small sitting room. I'm sorry, a small um, office, um, and then behind the office in the bathroom, there's a, or next to it is a small kitchen like when i say small i mean like one person can stand in it mm. and it's just for the navy mess guy and then just put beside that and kind of behind the uh president's uh small office is a dining room so most of the things that i ended up testifying about and other people testified about when it came to monica Lewinsky and other people a lot some of it took place in that in that study in that small study behind the Oval office so that was the spot he'd, he'd meet me over meet me over in yeah. the study that was where they got you found you've busted him with more chicks than monica Lewinsky, right well <laughs> you, you can say it like that yeah 
I, uh, I ended up testifying about three different women. Monica was one, and then Eleanor Mondale was another one. I, and that happened when I was walking across the um, the White House ground floor, and um, one, one, uh, around one Christmas, and um, I stopped to talk to some of my coworkers outside the uh, map room. And as we were talking, one of the Navy stewards walked into the map room, and as he opened the door, he was looking back at us in the hallway, and we were looking at him into the room, and there was Bill Clinton and, and Eleanor Mondale making out standing up, making out like high school seniors. Whoa! And, uh, and they, they didn't even look up. And the steward, when the steward looked at the look at our face, he realized something was wrong. He looked in the room and, um, you know, got embarrassed and quickly closed the door and ran to, kind of scurried down the hallway. And we just looked at each other and said, you know, Merry Christmas, welcome to the White House. You know? <laughs> and, and, and Hillary knows this goes on, right? Like she's one of those athletes' wives where she knows he's just going to bang wherever he wants. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I will tell you, and I talk about this in my book, I will tell you that I think when he found out about Monica Lewinsky that it was real, when she found out, I think she was stunned. Really? And I think she was, wasn't was so mad about the infidelity because they've been living that way for years. She was mad because it damaged the Clinton brand. Yeah. Because it made them look bad and it made him look ridiculous. And as the, again, and then as the scandal, you know, Grew out over all those that time period and wasted all that money. They even look more ridiculous. Yeah, enough. He just keeps doing the same behavior. They both do. I and I can't believe that she's able to carry on a uh, political career after the the scandal. This is Gary Byrne. Gary is a former Secret Service agent at the White House. His book is out, Crisis of Character, a White House Secret Service officer discloses his firsthand experience with Hillary, Bill, and how they operate. Uh, you say in the book. That uh, often you've you've been witness to fights that they've had where it's where she screams and curses at him, right? Yeah, well, I, I witnessed one huge fight um, between them. What was that over? Do you remember? Yeah, I do. Um, they were um, they, they, there was an incident um, with some guests coming in the, into the White House. Um, a little dip, uh, disagreement between the uniform divisions and people coming in. And when she found out about it, she did what she always does. She blew up. She, she you know, on a scale of one to ten, this was a one. And she, instead of fixing the problem and finding out what happened, she blew up, blamed it on the uniform division. She went over to the West Wing and she berated Bill Clinton. I was standing outside the Oval Office in my post. She berated him for 40 minutes. It got so heated that we had to close the outer doors in the hallway and, and make staff members go around. And at one point, she was berating him so bad that he was defending the uniform division. He was actually defending us, and it was it was comical. Did, did she know that you guys can all hear her, and does it get embarrassing to know that, like, does she think, care? I don't think anything embarrasses her. I don't think anything embarrasses her. I think this is the way she always conducts herself. She has these, she just explodes, she has these rants, and then uh, she doesn't seem to care. I guess, you know, everything that we heard about them, when they were in Arkansas from the state police and from other people, it turned out to be absolutely true. Oh man, what a, what a fun bunch of white trash uh, leading the country! Right <laughs> yeah, they, she broke a vase at one point. Well, so the, the facts of the, that story are that uh, one morning I came in, I was told there had been an argument, in, in, a really bad argument between them up in the private living quarters. So I was talking to a friend of mine, and he said that he was told that during the argument there was a crashing noise, and when the crashing noise was investigated. Um, there was a broken vase. Now, as soon as he told me that, knowing the White House like I did, I went right down to the curator's office, and the curators are the people that um, maintain the artwork in the White House. Right. And I looked in the curator's office, and there was a small cardboard box with about seven pieces of a broken blue, mostly blue, with some white, uh, a vase. 
And then later on, when I went over to the Oval Office and the president showed up, um, they were, he clearly had a black mark under his eye. He was trying to conceal a, a black eye with makeup. And um, so the facts are, there was a flight. It was loud. There was a crashing sound. There was a broken base. And President Clinton was trying to conceal a, a black eye with makeup. That's great. Those are the facts. That's great. Uh, we're talking to Gary Byrne. Gary was a member of the Secret Service uniform staff. He was outside of the Oval Office. Boy, but, uh, but uh, you've seen a lot of interesting people come and go over your post. That had to be a great job. Oh, it was fascinating. Yeah, it was fascinating. Fascinating. I, I shook hands with um, uh, a lot of neat people. I met, uh, I'm thinking, oh, uh, do you remember the actor Larry Hagman? Sure. Sure, yeah. yeah. I drew me Jeannie. Yeah, I spent some uh, time with him uh, one day, you know, standing outside the Oval Office talking. And uh, I tell a funny story about him in the book where he, he looks at my belt buckle, my, my gun belt, and he says how nice he, the buckle is. And he asked me how I could get, he could get a hold of one. And I said, well, you know, you have to join the uniform division. So a half hour later when he's leaving, they come out my, the Oval Office door where I'm standing. And he says to the president, um, hey, I sure would like to get one of those belt buckles. And President Clinton looks at me in the cage and he says, well, is it possible to get one? So I pulled out my, uh, my knife and I cut the belt buckle, the metal belt buckle off my belt and I handed it to him. <laughs> and, you know, he thought it was great and he, he you know, thanked me. And then as soon as it was over, um, they left. I, I picked up the phone and I called my watch commander and I told him what happened. He's like, no big deal. You know, go down to supply and get yourself another belt. So. Yeah, that's good because uh, all of a sudden Larry Hagman starts shooting people up. <laughs> yeah. Going crazy thinking he's Secret yeah. Service. Uh, yeah, I just gave him the metal belt buckle. And actually, he sent me a picture uh, a week later of uh, him and me holding the belt buckle. It was very nice. That's pretty cool. This is Gary Byrne. Yeah. Gary has seen it. He's been there with the uh, with the Clintons. He's he's been there through the Lewinsky scandal. He's watched Bill uh, uh, maybe sneak in other broads. Uh, do they sleep in the same bedroom? You know, I don't know. I I, I don't know. Um, I have been up to the private private living quarters to do escorts for maintenance and stuff. But you know, I, I don't know about that that part of their personal life. Is that uh is is it really nice up there, or is it also uh, underwhelming? Cool. No, it's beautiful. It's like twenty five. It's about twenty five thousand square feet on two floors, and uh, it's beautiful. It's uh, it's just as ornate and and spotless and beautiful as the uh, as the rest of the White House, mm. and in some cases even nicer. Well, listen, we we uh, hear the rumors. We know uh, we know about some of the shenanigans that have gone on there, but you've seen it all firsthand and put it all in a book. The book is called Crisis of Character. It is by Gary Byrne, and I, I find this stuff very interesting. And if and if somebody doesn't keep uh, an account of it and tell the story, then then it's it all goes away and it never makes part of history. So I appreciate your book, and then I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. All right, good luck. There you go, Gary Byrne. Man, I want to live in the White House. You got some stories. Yeah, I mean, I you know he's right. I mean, there's a certain part of me that says, hey, have you seen some some stuff that could uh, you know really affect the presidency? Keep your mouth shut about it now. But like twenty years from now, who cares? Yeah, right. Did it even really affect? No, him? I mean at the time. No, he was right. He was brought into it. He, it was all public. What you know when he was talking about? Uh, I mean, he was saying about uh, Eleanor uh, Mondale. Uh, Mondale. Isn't that the one that uh, Morty banged? Robert Morton. Yes. Yeah. Right. Oh man, it was two. Didn't he say two presidential? He for said Patty he, Reagan. He said he's the only one that uh, has banged two living uh, presidents' daughters. Or That's right. I yeah. forgot yeah. about that. Who said that? Uh, Robert uh, Morton, the old producer for the oh, for Day Letter. With, uh, Carlos Mencia. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. She was pretty hot. She was very hot. Yeah. 
Uh, now, not as great, but obviously. But, yeah, she was really hot. So Boy, and very loose, evidently. Yeah, yeah, I like to party well, you know. She has some power. She's mm-hmm. like, all right, let's yeah. do this. Megan Howard, Bill, and Bill didn't even care who looked in, who saw what. Whatever. What are you going to do? Yeah. The only one you're worried about is your wife at that point. If your wife knows what's going on, then you leave it. And I believe that guy's right. I believe she was more mad at him, at her screwing up the uh, the presidential legacy with Lewinsky than anything else, doing it with somebody that was inside and mm-hmm. an intern and all that. That's some good stuff right there. You know, Bill was probably like making out with her and then turning to people and he was like, what? Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> She's hot, right? She's hot. Yeah. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.